Welcome to the Love Never Fails podcast. My name is Jeremy Squires of St. Peter Baptist Ministries Aurora, and I'm glad you decided to join me on this episode. Today, we want to talk about relationship goals. In all our relationships, we have goals of what we want to see come out of it. But today, we want to talk about our relationship with Christ and the goals we should have in this relationship. Please enjoy this episode. Relationship goals. As you look all over the internet and social media, you're in bookstores or anywhere, you always see books and hear people talking about goals of relationships. And there are so many things that people want to see, you know, in their relationships. People will post videos or pictures of people in a relationship and they'll put relationship goals, you know, what they want from a boyfriend or a girlfriend or a husband or a wife. But in Christ Jesus' believers of Christ, there is one goal and one goal only that we should have. And that goal is to look like Jesus. So I want to take a look at a bunch of scriptures today. But the scripture is going to be about, um, that are about us conforming and being made in the image of his dear son, Jesus Christ. So the first thing we want to look at, we want to look at Romans 8 and 28, and verse 29 will be our key verse, and it reads, And we know that all things work together for the good of them that love God, to them who are called according to his purpose. For whom he did foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his Son, that he may be might be the firstborn of many brethren. So God has called all those that are willing to accept the death and burial of Jesus Christ to be conformed into the image of Christ. Now you may be asking, why um, can I stay the same as a believer? Why is it important for me to be the image of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ? And to answer that question, we're going to look at Colossians chapter 1 verse 15. And speaking of Jesus, it says this about Jesus. It says this. We'll, we'll start at verse 13. Colossians 1. And we'll start at verse 13. It says this. Who had delivered us from the power of darkness and had translated us into the kingdom of his dear son in whom we have redemption through his blood, even the forgiveness of sins. Now, verse 15 is talking about Jesus who is the image of the invisible God and the firstborn of every creature. And so the importance of us as believers walking on the earth of looking like Jesus is because Jesus is the express image of our Father God. In Him, the whole Godhead dwells. Because it pleased God to put the, to, to dwell within Him. And so now he is the representative of Christ. He died for us. He died for our sins. He rose in all with all power in his hand. And he represented God in the earth. And now we are called to do the same. We are called to begin to represent God in the earth. When God needs a movement, when, when God needs to do something, he wants to use his children. I heard a 
Bishop Williams said like this, Jesus pleased God so much that God wanted all his children to look like him. In Romans 8 and 29, it says, so he might be the firstborn among many brethren. And so it's like you have an older sibling that was a you know the best athlete and or the most popular student and, and the best you know the best in his class and he was a great student, he was great in the community, he was great to his family, and so every child come after that, they're saying you should be like your big brother or you should be like your big sister. But we should be like our Lord and Savior because he's the express image of God in the earth. So that means all this time as a believer, I'm looking for God to, to bless me and to, to do this and do that. And there's nothing against wanting the blessings of God. There's nothing wrong to want to prosper and become all you can be with this life he's given you. But our number one goal has to be like Jesus. It's to be to look like Jesus. Our number one goal should be to sound like Jesus. Our number one goal should be to love like Jesus. Our number one goal should be to to sacrifice like Jesus. And those things are hard to do in our natural. So we got to begin to search the scriptures. We got to begin to see what the God word says about looking like Jesus. This is why he gives us so many instructions in the word. And the only way for us to look like Jesus is to die. Now, when we as followers and teachers of the body of Christ talk about the death of the flesh, talk about dying, we're not some sick people. We're not some people believing in torturing ourselves or hurting yourself, going through extreme type of suffering and fasting and abusing yourself, mutilating our flesh to look like Christ. No, we're not doing that. We're talking about dying to who you are. Because every time God looks at you, he wants to see his son. So the miracles, the signs, the wonders, all those things he'll perform in your life is to help you be conformed to the image of his dear son. That's why the trials work of patience and the patience experience and experience hope. And the hope making not a shame. Why? For the love of God is shed abroad in our heart by the Holy Ghost. So God is changing us to his image. That's why he tells us to let patience have its perfect work in us that we can be complete, entire, wanting nothing because he's trying to make us look like Christ. And so we got to begin to look at the word of God. We got to begin to see what God is saying. He's not trying to keep you from being an individual. Um, or he, I'm sorry, he is trying to keep you from being an individual. He is trying to keep you from being um, like you want to be because in your flesh you are no good thing. There is nothing good about you in the flesh. It's nothing about you in the flesh that can please God. That's what I mean by no, in my flesh, no good thing. Not that you're not a good person, but your flesh cannot please God because it was born after the sin. It was born in sin and it was shaped in iniquity because you are from sin. Because when Adam and Eve fell, only sinners were produced after that. Because when Adam and Eve fell, they produced a son that murdered. And all the sin came after that because the seeds that were produced were produced after falling man. They did not conceive a baby until after they had failed. So every human being after that is born in sin, shake the nickel and have the seed of sin in him. And so your flesh can't please God. So he sent Christ, the express image, to die for us. 
And so that is our goal. That's what we should be walking toward every day. And so that's why he tells us in, in Galatians um, Galatians 2 and 20, Paul says this, because if you're going to look like Christ, this is what the process has got to take. He says this, Galatians 2 and 20, I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I, but Christ liveth in me, and the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. So what the Apostle Paul is saying now, I'm laying it down with Christ. That the life I live in the flesh, I'm not living it by my desires. I'm not living it by my will. I'm living it by the faith of the Son of God. And so all I'm doing, all I'm saying, where I'm walking is about the faith of the Son of God. It's about looking like the Son of God and moving like the Son of God on earth that I'm not existing anymore. When I look in the mirror, I, I see, you know, I see what God is doing for me. I see the change in my life. And like I've heard, as Bishop Williams said, that every day I should look more and more like Jesus than I did the day before. And so that's what the crucifying um, what Christ looks like. That's why he says that to us. That's why he tells us, you know, in Ephesians 1, you know, he says we've been accepted into the beloved. We've accepted into the family of God. Verse 3 talks, 5 talks about the adoption by Jesus Christ. We've been made children by Jesus Christ. So we've been adopted into the family of the love to look like Christ, to look like our Heavenly Father, to bear the image of Son. We have the spirit of sonship. We cry, Abba, Father, and we look like Jesus. We're in the family of God. We don't come into salvation to still try to hold on to our individuality, hold on to our humanity, humility, humanity, hold on to the things that we think made us great. Those things must die that we may live, that we may live. He tells us in Ephesians chapter 4, he says, verse 22, that ye put off concerning the former conversation the old man which is corrupt to the deceitful lust and be renewed in the spirit of your mind. Verse 24, and that ye put on the new man which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. Now we got to put on Christ. Romans 12 tells us to put on the Lord Jesus and make no provision for the flesh to fill the lust thereof. That's what it's all about. That's what our goal has to be, to be and look like Jesus. That is the goal. That is the desire. That's what we should be doing every day, to look like Jesus. Colossians 3 tells us, all it says, if you be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above, where Christ sit at the right hand of the Father. Set your affection on things above, not things on the earth, for you are dead, your life is hid with Christ and God. You and I are no longer supposed to exist the way we are, but our life now is supposed to glorify God. Our life now is supposed to express what Christ did. And then it tells us to lay aside all these things, mortify the deeds of our flesh. And in Colossians 3 and 10, it says this, and have put on the new man, which is renewed in knowledge after the image of him that created him. Once again, the image of God, the express, express image of God was Jesus Christ. And that's the man. That's the goal. That's the, that's the desire of all of us should be to put on Jesus. Um, I mean, Hebrews 12 says this, 12 and 3, looking unto Jesus. The author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, 
despising the shame and sat down at the right hand of the Father. And so we're, we're, he's, who's we looking to? That's the goal. Do I look like Jesus? Do I sound like Jesus? Do I walk like Jesus? Do I love like Jesus? Do I have joy like Jesus? Do I forgive like Jesus? Do I sacrifice Jesus? Am I meek like Jesus? All those things to be like Jesus. That's what the gifts are for. That's what the talents are for. That's what the preaching is for. That's what the deliverance is for. That's what all the things that we have in the body of Christ, all the gifts and all the talents and all the fivefold ministry and the fruit of the spirit, all of that is about us looking like Jesus. Let's take a look lastly at 1 John chapter 3, verses 1 through 3. It says this, Behold, what manner of love the Father hath bestowed upon us that we should be called the sons of God. Therefore the world knew us not, because it knew him not. Behold, now we are the sons of God, and it do not yet appear what we shall be. But we know that when we shall appear, we shall be like him, for he see, for we shall see him as he is. And every man that hath this hope purify himself, even as he is pure. Listen, the goal for all of us is to look like Jesus. And one day, he's going to come back for his church. One day, he's going to come back to redeem all those that believe in him. And when that day comes back, we will see him like he is in his perfected state. But every day, we should be moving on to glory to glory. Higher hips, higher heights and deeper depths in Christ being made conform to his image every day. It's going to take some suffering. It's going to take some dying. And I'm not talking about something extreme, but I'm talking about not saying something, closing your mouth, studying to be quiet, taking down, forgiving, moving forward, um, sacrificing, all those things, loving, all those things that Christ did to go to the cross to purchase our salvation. He died that when he rose, we could rise with him, walking in the newness of life, free from sin, disconnected from this flesh. Looking like Christ means we know so long connect to our flesh and emotions and making decisions. But we have cleansed ourselves from filthiness and now walking in the spirit that we not fulfill the lust of our flesh. And every day we do on that, not letting the 17th works of the flesh have any manifestation in our body, but walking in the newness of life. We're looking like Jesus. God is getting the glory and we're part of a beautiful process of being like Jesus. Look, I want to thank you for joining me on the Love Never Fails podcast today. I pray something I said will help you examine yourself as I examine myself that we may have the right relationship goal and that is the goal is to look like Jesus. God bless you. I love you. Once again, thank you for joining me on this episode. If you listen to this podcast today and you don't know the Lord Jesus and the pardon of your sins and you want to be saved, just pray this prayer. Lord Jesus, I confess my sins and ask for your forgiveness. Please come into my heart as my Lord and Savior. Take complete control of my life and help me to walk in your footsteps daily by the power of the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord, for saving me and answering my prayer. If you pray that prayer, you're saved, and I encourage you to reach out to me at loveneverfails.run and find yourself a local body of believers that can help you and disciple you in righteousness. Have a good day.
If you or someone you love are having a mental health crisis, please call 1-800-273-8255 immediately.